Welcome to the Creator Spotlight, the interview portion of the Spotlight right here on Fightful. I am Steven Jensen, as always, with Jeremy Lambert. And today, our guest is one of the most innovative wrestlers in the entire world, in my opinion. A guy we've been looking forward to having on the show for a long time. A guy I got to finally meet in person at GCW um, here in Atlanta just this past weekend into the light. Um, Jack Hartwheel is our guest today. Jack, thanks for joining us. How you doing, man? What's up? What's up? Uh, I'm doing great. How are you guys? Thank you for having me. I mean, we, we were talking for a couple of weeks, and I'm glad to, to get get to it. Yes, yeah, thank you. Yes. Like, my bad about that. It happens. We, we, we appreciate you making time for us, man. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Uh, to kick things off, I want to go back to your match a few weeks ago against Gringo Loco. We asked Gringo Loco about this, so I want to get your side of it. You do the cartwheel. He you, he catches you on the shoulders, on the apron, driver to the outside. It went viral. Walk us through that spot, how it came together, being able to pull it off of that match. Well, I mean, I was uh, he was just on the apron. I'm I'm ready to give him everything I've got. You know, um, I'm coming in to to do do the Sasuke, get him get him good. Um, he's one of the best bases in the world, so I knew that kind of going into it, there's there's a chance he 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 could get me good, or or everything could go terribly wrong, and we'd go right into the uh, the um, gate right there and and we'll both get hurt but whatever happens it, it uh we knew we had to do as much as we could to to really stand out on those shows it's, it's crazy you, you have to do something like that in order to to get any sort of edge you know what i mean so um it, it, was, it was some craziness and and i'm just glad we, we were we got to do it and uh sucks that for me how it ended up but <laughs> but going in with the right intentions we we ended up uh just having a crazy match with with not only just that if you look at the rest of that match we were doing some some wild stuff and just that that audience the crowd was so cool in in that show and uh yeah so i mean i guess stuff like that is how, yeah. how that came to be well you mentioned having to, to get an edge you know to stand out and something that you know obviously makes you stand out amongst your peers amongst other wrestlers is the cartwheels just like the you know you are jack cartwheel where does the love of cartwheels come from and just you incorporating this so much into who you are yeah so um my love of cartwheels i got it's like i've been doing gymnastics sorry got some low battery uh, i've been doing gymnastics since i was uh like three years old like legitimately one of my first um like memories where we're inside of the gym and just growing up that that's what I love to do. And, um, I, I stopped doing it when I was a sophomore in high school, I had a really bad back injury, but, um, coincidentally like enough that one of the cool, like the best moves that I did, uh, incorporated the cartwheel, like the floor, the vault, the, uh, were, were like my two best things. And my, the move that I, that I did in vault was called a Sukahara and it's essentially a cartwheel over the vault. And then you go into another flip. It looks exactly like a Sasuke special if, if the if the table was was in the ring. So, um, and my last name's Cartwright, I guess. So that, okay. <laughs> that helps too. Growing I mean, up and, and, and that being there as well. But um, and and always growing up, I, I wanted I wanted to have like a name in gymnastics. They have a code of of moves that are legitimate that count in the code of gymnastics. And I'm like, I want a name after myself. And there, it, and the the imaginary move that I made is a lot like a Sasuke special, and um, 
it's great that I still get to do it. And I love the cartwheels. And I, I think every single day, like just doing a cartwheel when, when you're happy, you can do a cartwheel when you're sad, you know, um, there's a lot to it. And um, I'm just glad I get to do it and people love it. And um, it, there's it when, when you're seeing people do cartwheels, you're not thinking of like bad things that are going on in the world. You know, you're like, let's, let's think about cartwheels. Are we thinking about this terrible thing that just happened to that? We, we can be talking about cartwheels this time. So, yes, yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I love that. And there's and so, a lot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, not. this is this is great. So, so with with the uh, like the gymnastics, what what else is like your? What do you have other athletic background or? Because obviously the gymnastics heavily um, like helped ma like massively with you becoming a professional wrestler with like the athleticism you know involved in the move that you decide to, imp to implement is. A super athletic uh style what is kind of more around was it mainly gymnastics or did you do other stuff as well yeah yeah so it was mainly gymnastics for most of the time but i also uh was a huge fan of uh, football and my dad was a football player in college so i grew up playing football as well i started in sixth grade and um i also played baseball i wasn't that good at it it was fine it's whatever um but yeah fo football is a, a huge part of my life as well and i even still play here here at my university where um uh this was my past year it's it sucks to have it go but um i'm really excited to have the full year to really focus on wrestling and everything and uh but yeah no football is still just a, a huge part as well i still got um got my helmet right here <laughs> right there and uh yeah I, I even had it at a gcw event one time um just it, it taught me a lot of things that uh i think school wouldn't have taught me or really parenting wouldn't teach me in a different way and then just sports in general i think especially football has a, a certain bond with people and a certain um just kind of no quit that you'd have to do uh, that that wouldn't really apply to me in a lot of ways i had a really really um fortunate upbringing you know what i mean like some nothing would really push me to do anything if i really didn't want to and i feel like sports and football uh would help push me to to try to find some something i, I need to work on and something that uh that pushes me to to just become better you know sure but uh yeah i guess so so off of gymnastics and then football how do you get into the world of wrestling um well, after after I stopped doing gymnastics my sophomore year, I, I really wanted to find something that that I could really dig my teeth into and that that incorporates everything that I love to do in, in terms of in terms of just like performing and athletics and and just being able to be creative. And it, it's just like a conglomerate of all the things that, that, that I love to do. And it really just came out of nowhere. And I I was like, you know what? I like. I was at a um, my friend's house, and they were all watching res WrestleMania. I really didn't even watch wrestling growing up at, at all. And um, Roman Reigns, it was WrestleMania 33. Roman Reigns was coming down down the ramp, and I, I, I there was this very profound quote that um, from a guy that that I really respected at the time. I mean, he's still cool. I'm not, but he's still a guy. Um, but he's like, you don't want to change chase a field, or you don't want to chase like money or um, or fame or one thing or like another, but like, if you could chase a feeling, like some type of feeling that could just, that, that you can chase something that you can do. And, and when I saw like 
Roman Reigns, I guess, coming down the ramp like that. It just, it just, I was like, that's something I need to like. If there's something I could work towards, something like a goal that that could be like a feeling that I could chase, like I want to do that. Um, so yeah, that's that was the origination story. What I was like, you know what? I could, I could try that. I could do this. It's kind of kind of reminds me a little bit. Reasons. I don't know if you if you know this or not, but you know AJ Styles like famously wasn't a wrestling fan, was just like super athletic, played baseball and stuff, and then like mm. just kind of got into wrestling kind of as an adult. wasn't wasn't a fan of it, and then went on to become one of the best in ring overall professional wrestlers ever. So um, I think it's interesting just having like that athletic background and just kind of find something that like, fits you, just fits you you know well nowadays. Something to, something to the big, you know, big goals. There's a lot you can accomplish in the world of wrestling. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I heard it from some fans. It's like, just it doesn't matter when you fall in love with wrestling, but like once you're in love, you're you're in love. So, um, thank thank you. I actually didn't know that about AJ Styles, but um, I feel like there's a good amount of wrestlers who are athletes and then they get picked up, you know, and become wrestlers. I mean that's WWE's whole deal now with the, the NIL deal. They're they're just going after the athletes and it's it's going for um, the so, NIL so deals. Those call me. My dad would be like, "Hey, why is why is, does WWE know that that you're a wrestler and you're a football player and in college?" And I'm like, "I I don't know, maybe." <laughs> So do you think, okay, so you're, you're now big name on the independent scene and then had the NIL deal been around, you know, five years ago or so five, 10 years ago, like, would that been the route you would have taken? Um, if it was there for me, if they were recruiting D3 guys, I don't know if they're recruiting <laughs> D3 guys, <laughs> um, so like for the athletic part. Um, I mean, that, that'd be sweet. I, I, I would definitely take it. I wouldn't say no. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that'd be cool. It, it's, it's something hard hard to think about what if because only like, that that never would have even crossed my mind yeah um oh, sorry go ahead jeremy i was gonna say yeah i i get it. It, it you know they just started this like after post-pandemic kind of stuff so it's uh, uh the 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 window there what was yeah. unfortunately there but look you're, you're killing it on the independent scene right thank now you, so like how did you get started like training and everything so you just you watch wrestlemania 33 you see roman reigns what gets you into into training and act in the actual ring? Yeah, so um, there's uh, Supreme Pro Wrestling here in Sac or in Sacramento, where I'm from, and uh, I went to a random show. I, I don't know what. I think there was a girl in my high school who was like wearing a SBW shirt, and I asked her, and she like explained it to me, and I was like, you know what, that sounds really fun. I went to the show, like that was the first like actual indie show that I saw, um, and I'm like, how can I how can I practice? I found their website. Uh, I went to the venue where they had their shows because that's where I thought that they had the trainings at. And it was like this really sketchy church at like eight at night because like that's when they have their classes, their, their practices. And I like have to hop a fence and I'm walking around this like random school. Like, I don't think this is right. I'm like, that's where the show was. And I'm like trying to get into the building. I'm like, no, this, this is not the right place. Maybe like a month later, I went to their actual practice. I, I figured it out with a Sir Samurai and Scoot Robertson, that they're, they're my original trainers, the the, the goats, you know. Um, they uh I the first practice I went to though, I, I thought it was I thought it was like a hoax. I, I really only saw WWE and then that one indie show, and we had a a um some practice tag team matches, and I'm watching these matches and I've only, I'm really only atoned to WWE, and I'm like this there's no way these are wrestlers <laughs> there's no way that this is a real thing that they're gonna go from here to the actual 
I'm like, there's no way this is this this is like a scam of some sort. So that was that was in uh, July of 2018. Then I played the football season, didn't really touch wrestling again until after it. And then I'm like, now I have my whole senior year from from winter till spring till summer to like find something to do until the next football season runs around where I, I was already um, like not obligated or signed, but like I, I already committed to Chapman and playing football. So I was like, let me let me find something to do. And I'm like, I, I let me let me go back to the um, to the practice. And then that time it just seemed a lot better. It seemed a lot more cool. So uh, then, then I was like, you know what, let me do it. The, the, that first week when I was, um, that first week they had a show on Sunday and I was one of the security guys and I have a funny story about that, but, uh, we don't have to get into it unless, oh, no. like, oh, no, definitely, get into, no, definitely, yeah. definitely get into that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like that very first, um, show that, that I did for them, um, I was there at the security. This was like after that first week that I like officially was trained with them. And, um, they had some type of like extreme match and there was a bunch of uh stuff on on in the ring and i had the broom and i came in and i started sweeping i started sweeping everyone starts chanting sweep 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 and i this was my first like time in any sort of in, in this like type of environment and i was like dude what what's going on and like they're all look so i hit a back foot I, I hit a back foot with the broom and everyone goes silent i'm like yeah that's what i thought you're trying to mess with me right now i'm just trying to sweep the ring I'm trying to make fun of you sweep 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 Hit a backflip, shut him up for a second. <laughs> so uh, I did that, and then maybe ten seconds later, we start hearing title shot, title shot, <laughs> title shot for, for me in the ring sweeping, and then and then I got out, and then uh, yeah, that was about it. It's the right, it was, that was, that was something, right? <laughs> It's the SpongeBob episode come to life when SpongeBob is he's getting the big reaction sweeping and Squidward can't get any reaction doing everything oh, yeah. that he's out there. <laughs> um, how did the how did the AEW uh, appearance come about? Oh, um, it was amazing. Like I, I uh, reached out to to a lot of people. I, I've always heard like uh, how to get in contact, and it, it took a while. And then from once we finally got it going on with after football season and everything and. I was able to to come in and be able to to have have some good matches. I was so really just honored to to have that come around, and um, I don't know, I, it just it just came around, and I was really excited to do it, and we did it, and um, I hope to do it many times again. Of some some opponents, I had some questions about, or just kind of wanted some thoughts about. Yeah, when you when yeah. you when when you started kind of getting on my radar. I was seeing you wrestle pretty often with guys like Ninja Mac and Dante Leon, um, Dylan McKay, like a lot of these like young guys who are just, y'all are just so super innovative and, but all very different, but complement each other really well. Can you kind of speak to kind of like this next generation of these just like super individual, unique high flyer, high kind of hybrid wrestlers that kind of y'all are? Yeah. I mean, um, we just do a lot of flips in our wrestling. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how I try to think about it, you know. Um, do y'all try to one up each other? Is there like a competition there of like Ninja Mac just did this, so I got to try this, so Dante Leon's got to try that or something like that? You know. I mean, I, I think so. There's always an aspect of that. Like we're we're trying to. It's like in in pageants, you know. At first, one person put on one one nail. Now everyone's putting on nails. Everyone's putting on makeup. Everyone's putting on plastic. You know. Um, how how 
what what can you do to to become better and and some people have that edge some people have a different edge that that they take advantage of and they and that's as as a wrestler that's that's what you got to do but in terms of of athletics it, it's weird because you know you can get over however however you can some people need to get over in, in athletics and i guess that's that's where we're at and um I, I don't got an issue with it. I think people love it. I think people are yeah. uh, going to continue to love it. And it, it, there, there's a certain danger to it. But I think I think that's just how, how this goes. You know, it's yeah. um, and right now we're about to have robots coming in, too. Well, you, you think robots are going to come in doing triple, <laughs> triple, <laughs> triple shooters and in, in matches. But can they tell a story? I don't know. Can I tell a story? I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're you're doing athletics and 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 taking risks literally the second you you show yourself in front of a crowd because you immediately start doing cartwheels down the entrance ramp, which I mean that I'd be I'm not trying to jinx anything, but I'd be nervous even just getting to the ring doing all those cartwheels. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, as Jack Cartwheel, I got to do cartwheels. It's, uh, you know, that's, that's part of the gimmick. And I mean, that's, that I try to get that, that name, you know, if people can remember my name, that's, that's the biggest win that I could have at a wrestling show. Come out doing cartwheels. They'll remember that name. I hope the got cartwheel on my, on my booty, got cartwheels over my, my, my hips. Um, yeah. So I, uh, got come out doing cartwheels, try to do as many cartwheels in the match as, as well. Try to tell a story with that too. Is he going to hit this one? Is he not going to hit this one? And, and I, at, uh, tonight, hopefully when, when I, um, go, I, I'm about to go have this gymnastics practice and I have a couple, couple of really cool things I'm working on that definitely incorporate cartwheels. And I hope, uh, to, to show it soon. You, you mentioned uh, a back injury earlier, which stopped the gymnastics, but then you went on to play, play football. You're now in professional wrestling. A lot of, a lot of back bumping on yeah. that. Like things good with the back. You know what? That's a great question. It's been okay. It's been okay. Every now and then though, it was a, it was called spondylysis and it was just the continuous um, backward bending. And I think it, it, it had to do with like the L4 and L5 were too close together and they were attracting the sciatic nerve. And, um, but, but it's been okay so far every now and then I'll feel like a little something, but I think it's because I have a lot, um, a different flexibility in my hips. My hips are still flexible, but I think the way that they, how flexible they were was almost too flexible with the types of things that I was doing. And, um, yeah, but it's been okay so far. I, I, every now and then it, it, I'll have a little scare, but we're, we're all right. It's the ankles for me, honestly. <laughs> The, the ankles because of because of the cartwheels a lot of pressure on the ankles with with all the cartwheels oh everything yeah you got you got um usually sasuke's i guess laying on that floor um all man you gotta you gotta trust your your competitors sometimes you know you gotta gotta flip and get caught so me and jeremy like to like to play booker and like to give people suggestions on their gimmicks and you know their merch and stuff like that um and so my suggestion to you is at some point when you turn heel, which is inevitable, like that you're going to be heel all over the place. It's you're too lovable right now to really hate, but eventually it's going to be easy for you. Cause you stopped doing cartwheels. Like that'll be the whole thing. Just tease doing cartwheels and don't do them. I'm Jack cartwheel, but fuck you. I'm not doing cartwheels. Jack cartwheel. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, Jack cartwheel. Yes. <laughs> cartwheel. So there, there you go. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask like, what happens when you when you want to slow down with the cartwheels? Like, just turn heel. <laughs> like, yeah. No, completely, completely. And uh, I mean, something really attractive and something something that's like could be really fun at some point. But we'll we'll get there. <laughs> yes. Uh. What, what's a good piece of advice from, from any veteran that you've gotten, whether it was at AEW at those shows or in the independent locker room? Um, just say thank you to everyone. Just be, be a really, really good guy. You know, just, uh, you don't know who you'll see again. And you don't know who helps with what, um, just having, having a good attitude. Um, I wish I could give a much more concrete answer, but I, I like legitimately think that that's just one of the best pieces of advice that I could give anyone. And that, that, people have given to me and you and sometimes it gets, it gets like uh just there's a lot of people you know you go you go around there's a lot of freaking people but you, you uh just be nice be cool well for what it's worth when i met you at gcw after that show you were very nice to me so I would, recommend, <laughs> I would recommend everybody who meets jack hartwell in person that has the opportunity go shake his hand very nice very nice guy here um Gotta change yeah, that a, soon. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be great. I, I love it. Um, there was there was an event that I wanted to ask you about that um really caught my eye recently. It was called Mitzvah Mania. And um, I grew up Jewish, I was bar mitzvah. Um, it's cool seeing Jewish performers out there and like uh, Jewish events and stuff like that. Can you speak um to Mitzvah Mania and your involvement on that show? Yeah, of, of course. I, I mean, I had no clue that uh, the owner of Second Wrestling was a rabbi, and it, I was just so excited to be a part of it. Uh, Judaism is a huge part of my life, and I am going to continue to practice it and continue to to love Judaism and what it brings to to me and, and uh, everyone who follows it. You know, um, it's I got my little star David right here. Okay. I'm a little guy right here. There you go. Very <laughs> cool. Nice. I wonder if I saw um, my yarmulkes. I still got I still got some some vintage uh yarmulkes here. Nice. Oh, I got some Lion King ones too. I got some Lion King ones and some some Power Rangers. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, but yeah, no, it, it it was awesome to be a part of it. And uh I hope that we continue to do and there's uh one of the first uh introductions to wrestling I got was I, I went to a private Jewish school growing up actually like I knew I know some Hebrew and whatever but um I uh we every every year there was a certain theme and we would do projects on it and I, there was uh Jews in sports and I did a report on Goldberg not yes. really fully understanding I, I think I was in second grade but it was so cool and uh I, and to see there was a picture of Goldberg holding that um holding that flyer with me on it and now that, that was really surreal that that was cool um, and he, he's still, I'll still defend that. He's one of my top five wrestlers to this day. I Dude, defend. Yeah. I love hearing that. I, I do that all the time. And especially when he was talking about wanting some retirement matches and wanting to do a match in Israel, I was like, that's like, let him do that. That would be incredible. Like people, cause for, for me growing up before Goldberg and wrestling, it was pretty much Barry Horowitz was like the Jewish representation. He was out there jobbing every week with the star of David on his trunk. So I'm just like, we need a winner out there. And Goldberg <laughs> was my guy as a kid. I was like, there's a, there's a Jewish dude out there called oh, yeah. Goldberg doing this. This is incredible. How, how does it feel um, seeing MJF being the champion of AEW? Cause he's out there really representing as well right now. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's great that he's a heel too. It's really yes. cool. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, um, don't really see it as a perspective of as a kid or as a child. I'm sure it seems different for 
for a little Jewish boy to see MJF, you know, right now I just see MJF as MJF, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love seeing the incorporations of, of Jewish things. They, they have the, the rebar mitzvah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, yeah. yeah, just to, just to spread some awareness and, and show, uh, some, some of our culture, other places is really cool to see. And it's dope to see a representation of that. And maybe we could do like a Hanukkah thing, Hanukkah match, you know, yes. I would love that. That'd be great. Uh, Jack, I know we're running out of time here, so we're going to go ahead and make sure we get this one in. What's the coolest thing in your room? Coolest thing in my room? Great question. Oh, how, how PG is – You can do anything like, you want. Oh, you can yeah. – everything. I mean, yeah. this, is, this I is so sick. I, I think okay. that – <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you asked. I love this. All right. So I'm a big Star Wars nerd. So I'm a big Star Wars nerd, and – um. My my roommate was uh, had got a painting set, so like I made a painting. But, like we also wanted to make it kind of cool or edgy. So this is the high ground, but like he Obi Wan is smoking a J. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's, that's fantastic. I love that. So um, it's the high ground. Uh, that's that's probably that's probably that. Very cool. I absolutely love that. Very very nice. Uh, yes, you can you can get away with anything. Jensen is Jensen he shows off that stuff all the time, right? Right, Jensen? <laughs> For sure. Yes. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> um yeah, um and before you get out of here, man, just uh some you know wrap it up or just who who do you want to wrestle that you haven't? I mean, there's you know a whole big world of, of wrestlers out there, a bunch of promotions, and you're still really early on in your career, but obviously super talented. Um who are some uh, I guess some dream matches that you you know people you haven't gotten to wrestle yet? Absolutely. Right. Right now, um, I I really want a singles match with Vikingo. You know, he's the AAA champion. Right? I do the majority of my matches in AAA right now. I uh, I, I want I want a shot. I, I really want a shot. Like and, and to many people, he's the best luchador in the world. I want to test my my lucha against his. I teamed with him this past weekend and I can't I can't wait till that comes around because it will. And that that's a dream match. And that's a that's something that could happen. And I'm, I'm so stoked about that. Other, other than like that, that could happen. I really want to re like Dolph Ziggler. He's just my, my number one. That's my guy. He's still wrestling. We're still going that I just, I, that's, that would be another one. Kode Bushi's another one. I, it's weird that I'm saying these words and understanding that there could be a possibility of it happening, you know? Um, shit. Uh, yeah. It's Kenny Omega course like uh jungle boy john morrison again need to wrestle him again uh, it was really cool that i got to and now that we that we're together I, it needs to happen again um would you box john morrison no no <laughs> no that's so cool for 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 wrestling too if, if he can like that's so cool that he, he's going off and doing that he got the big win calling yep. out ksi i didn't know he beat logan paul in the past KSI yeah. has, yeah. Yeah, KSI yeah. has, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Or did, did John Morrison beat Logan? No, no, no. 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 Morrison no. Oh, was okay. his, yeah. he's only done the the fight against uh, Harley from Epic Meal time so far. But, okay. But he gotcha, looked gotcha. very, very good that's, in the fight. Very that's that's what fight. I thought. That's what I thought. My roommate was saying something like like he did that. I don't think that's true. But yeah, <laughs> no, in boxing, probably not. Um, last question I've got is how did you decide on the finishing moves that you do? Cause you do like a red arrow, you do a shooting star press. Um, 
but you kind of, it kind of feels like you can do any move in the world and those are super impressive moves obviously um why do you choose those moves as your finishers and do you have anything else like in in maybe up your sleeve that you might try in the future for sure yeah i mean uh i i always think that it for me it's got to be a top rope move you know there's uh there's a lot of moves in wrestling for for me that it my finisher who, who i am and how i wrestle it's got to be a top rope move so i mean I used to do Phoenix splashes. I, I sprained both of my wrists on one's Phoenix splash, and I said, no more Phoenix splashes. Uh, 450s are fine, but uh, I, I've always had a weird, um, the way that the ring, the way that the ring is with, with the springs on the top rope, it launches you inside. So when I wasn't good at gainers when, when wrestling in gymnastics history, but uh, with, with the ropes, like kind of natural push inside, the red arrow just gives me is, I think it's the coolest and um, how it, uh, yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta be the coolest and it's gotta be the top notch. It's gotta be the best thing I can do. Um, but we're, we're working on something, right? We're working on something that, that has a lot more cartwheel in incorporated in it. So Ooh. hopefully, I don't know. It depends on tonight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to Thank you to though. That's a really do dope that. question. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thanks. No answer. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us. Let everybody know where where they can find you at on socials and upcoming events as well. Yeah, so uh, I'm Jack Cartwheel on Instagram, uh, Jack Cartwheel on uh, Twitter, and those are the most those are the things I use the most. Um, please give me a, a follow or something or like. I'm I'm trying to be as active as as I can be. Uh, I should be better at that type of stuff. I, I took a, a graphic. Uh, like marketing class and, and it didn't help at all. I should be better on Twitter and Instagram, but I'm not. Um, but yeah, please, please, uh, if you could check out over there. Um, I'm coming up to that Lucha of a Boom next week. I'm doing a Hood Slam coming up soon. All the GCW shows, AAA, Tijuana. Uh, there's the Triple Mania on July 15th. That should be the coolest show that, I'll, that I am going to do very soon. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the stuff right there. So um, I'm really excited for it. And uh, thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, I hope I plugged that okay. The links are in the description. Everybody follow Jack on social media and awesome. keep up with uh, everything he's got going on. Jack, thank you again for, for doing this. We really appreciate it. Good luck, uh, upcoming events, and just in the future in general. And guys, we'll be right back here on the Spotlight. <laughs>